Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, fellow Americans. I hope you guys are all having a good day. You know, we've talked recently about, you know, part of this inflation and how they're increasing food costs. And Joe Biden, every now and then when he does compute, he accidentally says things he's not supposed to say. And one of them was, we are going to have a food shortage. He said it more than once when he came out of the basement. And we've talked too about all the tragedies, the places burning down to the ground, the one in Oregon, the largest organic food distributor in the country, mysteriously burned down. They said it was a boiler, blew up, okay? Then you have the one that burned down in Texas when the small plane hit the processing plant in Georgia, and a week and two days before that, a small plane hit the potato farm, or potato processing plant, I should say, in Idaho. We've talked about that. The reason I'm bringing this up again is... Last Tuesday, another food processing plant burned down. The largest egg distributor in America mysteriously burns down. And again, you're probably going to claim it was a boiler or electrical, or they had some construction, somebody accidentally left this on or that on. This is not a coincidence. They're using the same type of excuses for everything, except for the small plane that did hit the one food processing plant in Georgia and the one in Idaho in a a week and two or three days apart from each other. Everything else is just burned down. So this egg, the largest egg distributor in America burns down to the ground and it's just heartbreaking. 200,000, if not more, chickens perished. That's just horrible. How horrific. So they're saying that soon an egg is going to be like a dollar. I don't, I just can't see it. But then again, I didn't anticipate this inflation like it is. You know, we talked before about how Obama used his skin color to defend all of the corruption and the destroying of America from within that he did when he got called on it. Oh, you're a racist. We talked about that. And then we had Trump who fixed everything, made it easier, made, making America great again. It's almost like, Obama's behind the scenes, and most of us know this, trying to make up for lost time, putting everything in turbo mode, just like he did when he was running the show. And I said it more times than I care to admit. He's destroying us in turbo mode and using his skin color (laughs) as his excuse, his defense constantly. It's like he's the racist. Who cares about your skin color? Do the right thing. We're all Americans. We're all God's children. But in my opinion, If Hillary Clinton would have won in 2016, it's like the gap of Trump, we would have just continued on the decline as we were under Obama, and we would be where we are today, basically under Biden. So he's taken and reversed everything that Trump has done that was good, and he's in turbo mode, destroying us in every aspect of our lives. The open borders bringing all these millions of people in. Remember Hillary said her first year she was going to bring in 2 million people from other countries and people were turned off and they didn't vote for her. But we now have close to every category of our food processing plants as of right now destroyed since we've had open borders and Biden has been in the White House. So I'm not sure if it would have happened under Hillary as well and just probably been spread out more and we wouldn't have noticed as much as we are noticing now. 
but they're creating the drama, they're creating the crisis as they always do, and they're gonna try and come in and fix it. And the sheep will continue to go blindly and vote for them. It blows my mind when I go on Facebook and I see people or Twitter and they are supporting him and saying it's not his fault for all this crisis. It's Putin's fault. I, I kid you not. It's so disturbing. So we've had the attack on our meat companies, beef plants, Kellogg plants, Smithfield Foods, pork processing plants, Taylor Farms produce plants, onion factory, was it the Rio Fresh Onion Factory in Texas, the potato plant in Maine, the potato plant in Idaho, Shears Food Processing Plant explodes in Oregon, the Bonanza Meat Company goes up in flames in Texas, Wisconsin River Meat Processing Facility destroyed. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And the dairy farms, and we've talked about that before too, earlier on, a few months ago, how I think there's 30% of the dairy farms left in America, which is our cheese and milk, of course. It's getting real out there, guys. So buckle up and get ready because the Democrats, the communists, they are creating the crisis, creating the shortage, and they're going to try and come to the rescue somehow. But I think it's just more lies to just put the American people off as long as they can before we all uprise and go to the Capitol, which is exactly why they set up January 6th to put the fence up around the Capitol and the White House. We talked about that as well. You know, just buckle up, guys, because even Jamie Dimon from Chase, I'm sure most of you already heard this. He said that there's a storm, a big, huge hurricane on the horizon, and it's heading directly towards us. And he wasn't really sure the category it was going to be, <laughs> but it can't be good. And it's going to hit us hard with what Biden, Obama, Pelosi, Schumer, Soros, McConnell, what they're doing to, to us is detrimental treasonous. And that's why they have the military up there, as you guys know. I mean, there's even a war on our coal industry. Thank God Trump brought the coal industry back and it took a little time, but it was bringing our energy costs down. Right now, they're talking about more and more blackouts while they're closing more and more coal factories down. You know who's the biggest coal factory producer in the world right now, I believe, is China. And we know that China right now owns 90% of the minerals in the world. And they're buying up here in America. That should be illegal. How can they be buying up our property? This is our country. Most of what this administration is doing is totally illegal and against our constitution. So right now we have a coal plant closures add to strain on power grids. And they're talking about all these blackouts. Well, no kidding. They're creating it just like the food shortage. They're creating a shortage of coal, which helps produce the energy and our electricity and our power grids. <laughs> we're, of course, we're going to have rolling blackouts. But let's get these electric cars going, guys. So our U.S. coal production in 2001 was 1.127 billion tons. In 2018, we were down to 756 million tons. In 2020, we're down 537 million tons. And because of Trump, it started to increase. Of course, it took time. The guy had so many challenges and so many obstacles against him. 
But in 2021, it was up to 578 million tons of coal production. And it was on the rise. But this guy, this, the imposter in our White House, day one, first week he did 58 executive orders reversing all the things that Trump did, the energy. He said he was going after our fossil fuels, and this was another area. So now we have even less. Last year, coal was 61.55 a year in the market. It's up this year 110%. It's now $129.65 a ton. So the coal crisis could lead to summer power blackouts. Really? Duh. (laughs) I mean, the shocking, our electricity bills, they're up 77% to 233%. Is that not crazy? 77% to 233% for our electricity bills going over a year? That's pretty alarming. And it's going to continue. The more they shut down more coal factories, the less electricity. And it's just going to go higher because of the demand. But let's keep building. Let's bring millions and millions of people into our country illegally at record numbers. And this new Green Deal, you know, you don't have the infrastructure developed for electric cars. And we've talked about how Ford and other countries other car manufacturers have years waiting list for these electric cars, right? You know, (laughs) if you want to convert to green energy, that's one thing and that's fine. However, how you go about it, you don't, it's like in my, in my world, how I look at my analogy, it's kind of simple. If you're renting, you don't give 30 day notice and you move out and you live in your car and go, okay, I need to find a place to live. A logical, smart person, before they give notice, would find another place to live, then give notice and move out and move to your new location. So they're, you know, you're not living in horrible means. Well, that's what these guys should have done too. If they're going to force us to do this new green deal and have electric cars, then They should have the infrastructure for it. You should have done that first before you went and attacked the fossil fuels, which contribute a lot to electric cars. 40% of electric cars use fossil fuels. The batteries use lithium that come from Russia and China. We've talked about that. It's just insane. They're doing everything backwards, creating the crisis, creating the drama, And they're just creating chaos around the world. I know they want to depopulate the planet by 90%, their words, but the way they're going about it right now is horrific. And they just don't care. And on that note, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about Boris Johnson, Elon Musk, gun rights, the shooting, the crime, our borders, and a few other things I think you'll find quite interesting. And with that, we'll be right back. Welcome back, fellow patriots. And fellow Americans, you know, I want to add one more thing, just a visual for you guys about the food shortage we talked in the first segment. Remember what it's like at the holidays, all the sales and people are fighting over TVs and fighting over all these sale items. I just can't get that out of my mind when I think about the food shortage and how horrific it's going to be when it comes to an end. I pray that it doesn't. 
but just sharing with you guys <laughs> what I have in my mind, and it's horrible when it comes to this food shortage. And it's all, it's not that I'm horrible and I think negatively, it's just what's happening and what the Democrats are doing to us. And that's what this is all about. And that's why we're talking about this. So pray, pray hard. So I got a chuckle at Elon Musk. You know, since he's woke, a little bit more aware of what the reality is and how he went after Twitter, exposing their corruption and all the algorithms, we all know about that. And you know, when he purchased it, they told him it was less than 5% spam bots, fake accounts, etc. And now he's threatening right now to scrap the whole Twitter as a dead deal. Willing to, willing to pay them a couple billion dollars, I guess, you know, pocket change for him. <laughs> but uh, the sale agreement allows Musk to get out of the deal if there's a material adverse effect caused by Twitter. And they have done that. You know, in the original purchase, it was a 5% for the spam the bots and the fake accounts, like we said. But he's thinking it's more like 20% is fake accounts. I mean, look what happened already when they exposed the algorithms. Biden lost half of his supporters. AOC lost over 20,000 of hers. You know, one weekend I had, I was just getting on Twitter. I got on there for Trump. And I had like over 7,000 followers quickly overnight all of a sudden I lost like close to 3000 followers. And I was like, wait, what? I was getting momentum and just starting. And it was actually entertaining. It was fun with like-minded people, fellow conservatives. And they couldn't allow that as we know. So I just kind of got back on there because I wanted to support Elon Musk. And in case he does decide to follow through and purchase it. So basically stay tuned. We'll see what happens next. So have you guys heard that Apple is coming out with a new iPhone in the fall that allows you to edit and even delete a text message you already sent. How many times have we wanted to change what we just sent because it was mistyped? Or gosh darn it, why did I send that? And you want to delete it. Now you'll be able to with the new Apple iPhone that's coming out very soon. And I guess their new iPad will be almost like a computer. You can resize the windows, arrange them as you wish, just like you would in your computer. And then also they have the MathBook Air and the MathBook Air 13 Pro. It'll have a new microchip. The M2 is what they're calling it. It's the newest microchip by Apple that's 35% faster than the last one. I guess they starting off at $1,200 apparently. Well, I guess Apple is reporting, you know, all of these new things that are coming out in the fall, and they are saying that their sales for the iPhones are declining, and they are anticipating them to continue to decline. So they're going to be relying on their new headsets for virtual reality to be their new moneymaker, their new big thing, and they want to be one of the first ones to come out with it. So that's the latest Apple news. Well, right now, there's three Soros planted DAs in the country, one in San Francisco, one in Philadelphia, and the one in Los Angeles are all facing recall. Tomorrow, we're going to find out about Bodine in San Francisco. Tomorrow is 
he'll find out if he is recalled or not. They have enough votes for the one in L.A., and they have enough votes for the one in Philadelphia. And I guess Larry Krasner, the Philly DA, he's blaming the NRA. And let's remind people that the NRA has over 5 million members, and none of them have gone on mass shootings or shooting sprees. They're law-abiding citizens. You know, speaking of shooting sprees, there has been over 500 mass shootings last year. Is the media talking about those? No, because they are in liberal-ran cities where there's gun-free zones and Soros DAs that are soft on crime. Have you guys all seen that woman, the poor woman down in Southern California walking her baby? And she was white. And the 16-year-old that was driving the car was already arrested or had a record from drugging a girl at a party and he served some jail time or juvie hall. And Gascon gives him treatment at a summer spa. Well, I'm being exaggerating, but a summer, like a camp. They call it for rehabilitation. And those who know more about it are saying it's just like a summer camp. And that's why I was being sarcastic. You know, the guy from Philly, he said there's no crime in his city. Remember that last year? There's no crime. You guys are crazy. And they have more shootings in Philadelphia than even Chicago. And Lori Lightfoot, she's come unglued. I'm surprised she hasn't been recalled yet. She's on a rampage and screaming at everybody that they're crazy. They have more visitors to Chicago. I know a lot of people who won't go to Chicago, so she's wrong there. And Bodine, the guy in D- the DA in San Francisco, I'll never forget his election. He never even tried a case. His parents have terror ties. And he was implemented by Soros. I remember the guy who ran against him was a good DA. And they wouldn't allow him to advertise. We've talked about this before. They wouldn't allow him to advertise in the papers or on have any commercials on TV. They squashed him. And they promoted Bodine with Soros money. So we'll find out tomorrow if he is recalled or not. I pray that he is. We need to hit crime under control. Again, the Democrats are creating the chaos. Soros is creating the chaos. And they want to take law-abiding citizens' guns. And they even want to raise the age to 21. Like, it's even going to matter. These kids who are 18 that are doing mass shootings, hello, they're breaking the law. They're killing people. They're suffering from depression. 90% of them come from broken families. They don't have a dad at home. And they have mental issues, clearly. And they're Democrats. They're liberals. And today... The greatest generation, they had a ceremony, marks the 78th anniversary of D-Day. Today, the D-Day landings, and those guys were 18 years old, 19, 20 years old, serving our country, dying for our freedoms, the greatest sacrifice. And they want to raise the age of purchasing a gun to 21. That's unconstitutional. It's ridiculous. I mean... These guys going after the NRA for guns, it's like going after forks for making you fat. 
It's the same concept. They're going after Chevrolet or Ford for drunk drivers. It's the same concept. Our guns are sitting, and I say our guns, are sitting on the shelves in their gun cases, in their safes, wherever you have your gun. It's not killing anybody. It takes the person to pull the trigger. We know this because we're smart. We get it. So the shooter in Texas at Uvalde, he was an 18-year-old who lived with his grandma. He had a part-time job at McDonald's working eight hours a week. Minimum wage. He dressed up in girls' clothes. He had a very expensive female wardrobe. He had a brand new expensive game console. I guess $500 game console. He had rifles, six to $8,000 are saying. Though the first day it happened, I watched the whole thing because I have a home office. And I watched the whole thing. And they said he had one rifle and one handgun. And then that evening, he all of a sudden mysteriously had two rifles. Everything changed. He drove a Ford F-250 Platinum. They say that new at $71,000. The gun's six to 8,000, like you just said. The optics were 1,000. The ammo was 900. His body armor was 1,000, totaling almost $85,000 on minimum wage. Hmm. Seems like he's getting some funding and some training as well. I mean, the guy, before he went into the school, he was shooting the funeral home across the street for literally 12 minutes straight, uninterrupted, undeterred. Then upon entering the school, went down directly to one and only door that had been left open. The chief of police gave the stand down order like we talked about. And we talked about him not cooperating with the investigators. And even today, he is still not cooperating. Something is fishy about this whole thing. You know, the problem isn't guns, and we know this. The problem is our children have been driven crazy by genetic and social engineering. And most of all, the lack of solid parenting and taking God out of our schools. Thank you, Obama. And out of family life. It's very sad, and our corrupt government is pure evil. And with that, guys, I hope you guys have a fabulous evening. Many blessings. Let's go, Brandon. God bless America. God bless all of you. Thank you for listening to Talk on the Street with Laura Marie.